Hey, welcome everyone to the Surgeon Masters uh, podcast. Uh, we're following up on a mini podcast episode that we had, and our guest is Dr. Paul Deschant. Paul is an experienced physician executive, leadership coach, and expert on physician burnout. Paul, thanks for joining us for this uh, additional information. Thank you for having me, Jeff. This is great. So I want you to, even though folks uh, might have jumped from one right into the next recording, if you could give us a little bit of review of the burnout drivers and why they're so important and then help us take it further with its correlation to Maslow. uh, And I've got to say these things right. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yes, sure. So the Maslow's drivers of burnout, the key concept here is that the problem with burnout is the workplace, not the worker. You know, as physicians, we're incredibly resilient, we're knowledgeable, we're dedicated. The problem is that we're in a workplace that overwhelms us. And it overwhelms us with these six drivers of burnout that Maslow identified. The first being work overload. And most of us understand that, we're, and particularly because we're in a chaotic and time-pressured environment. And when we're overloaded, we start to experience a lack of control, which is the second driver of burnout. And control is important to us as physicians uh, for many reasons. In fact, it's one of the intangible rewards we look for when we enter this profession. An insufficient reward is the third driver of burnout. Among the other rewards we look for is a sense of collegiality with our fellow physicians. And in fact, breakdown of community is the fourth driver of burnout, where even pre-COVID, it was harder and harder to get together with our colleagues. And now, with all the restrictions, it's become very difficult. In fact, as we're separated further, we start to feel as though perhaps we're not being treated fairly compared to others, either within medicine or certainly the rest of society. An absence of fairness is the fifth driver of burnout. There's other aspects of fairness around equity uh, with gender and uh, race, country of origin, et cetera. Then there's very good diversity growing in our clinical workforce. Uh, but fairness has become a big issue for many of the of our workforce now. And then lastly, conflicting values. Are, do our values as, as an individual physician align with the values of the organization we work with? So those are the six drivers. And as we go through those, I'm, certainly when I first expect, got exposure to them, they resonated deeply with me as I really thought about my experience as a physician. Yeah, they resonate with me as well. And and I appreciate that that burnout is more organizationally driven, except that we individually experience that, right? And so, or maybe we individually and collectively experience it, but it's a little bit that dichotomy. But those are spot-on key drivers, I think, for many of us who have experienced burnout. Yeah, the more if we can address those drivers at an organizational level, then we can reduce the individual impact on us all uh, as physicians. So share with us a little bit, of the correlation and then where you think we can do that, where we can make those organizational changes and how that can impact us as physicians. Yeah. Well, you know, starting with work overload and aligning that to the base of Maslow's hierarchy, which are physiologic needs. When we're overloaded, we don't have time, oftentimes in a shift to eat or to go to the bathroom and oftentimes we're overworked, we don't get adequate sleep. So, so we really, work overload has a direct impact on that, that base 
uh, need in Maslow's hierarchy of uh, physiologic issues. And then as we move through the workload or the drivers, you know, the next driver is lack of control, which has a direct impact on the second need that Maslow identified, which is safety. And safety obviously is an issue for patients, but it's an issue for workers as well. And that's been brought to light dramatically during COVID. As Maslow's next, working up from safety, Maslow's next step is belonging, uh, being part of a group, you know, having that connection and uh, affection for each other. And that's where we see breakdown of community become an issue. And there, there may not be a direct line going here because as we move to the next step, which is esteem in Maslow's hierarchy, uh, that's, I think, where insufficient reward has an impact as well as the issues around fairness. And then ultimately, we move up, Maslow's hierarchy moves up to self-actualization as the peak need. And there's a link there between self-actualization and having our values aligned so that when we're working, we feel like our values are truly aligned with the organization we're working in, with the environment that we're in. And so there's, in order to truly hit that level of self-actualization, the top of Maslow's hierarchy, we having that alignment around our needs and, and all those other drivers in place makes a difference. The opposite of burnout in many ways is professional fulfillment. That's been identified by a number of folks, particularly Dr. Tate Shanfeld, who's a leader in research in physician burnout. And professional fulfillment comes when we are deeply engaged in the work that's meaningful to us, you know, deeply engaged in working with our patient to uh, help you know, diagnose, treat, help them through a challenge deeply engaged in using our skills to do procedures that make a difference for our patients, deeply engaged in teaching or research. That ability to get deeply engaged is key to self-fulfillment. So if we can hit that self-fulfillment level in the work that we're doing, uh, we are really achieving the opposite of burnout. And in fact, we're, we're able to live our mission. And when we can be mission-driven and spend our time there, it really um, helps inoculate us against burnout in the process. So, Paul, the, that's a great summary, and I we might want to break down some of the discussion in a few of those individual areas that you were highlighting. But there's also the area where I think you also carry a lot of expertise, which is on the organizational side. So how have you helped organizations, and how do you in the future help organizations address these hierarchy of needs? You know, I think the biggest challenge I see in healthcare organizations these days is a lack of connection and, in fact, deep distrust quite often between frontline physicians and health system administration. You know, if the workplace itself is the root cause of burnout, the people responsible for and actually have, who have control over the workplace are the, are the leaders. And the higher up the leadership chain, the broader their control over variety of workplaces. And so it, it, this work really, it's important for us as physicians to be able to connect with leadership, which can sound like a tough thing to think about for many docs these days, but there are ways to get started with it that can help people. And as we do that, it can actually help address some of these issues through Maslow's hierarchy. One of the things I'll encourage people to do is, is a simple thing to do after I've given a presentation is to say, for if you're a leader, shadow physicians. And if you're a physician, invite a leader to shadow you. Come and actually just have them follow you around. See what your daily life is really like. 
because most of them are so busy, they have no time to understand that. But if they came and saw that uh, the challenges that we're dealing with impact our physiologic needs, our safety needs, and that, you know, that sense of building a sense of belonging and esteem, there's a chance for them to understand differently what our challenges are. And they've got challenges as well. You know, they're challenged with just keeping the doors open and the lights on, keeping enough revenue flowing to make that work, keeping all the various parts of the organization working together. And oftentimes they'll get challenged to think, I I need to get control over this and and become more top-down administrative, more micromanaging. Uh, But as they do that, they're actually destroying the ability of us as highly trained professional knowledge workers to use our skill sets effectively to solve problems and, and, and work through, you know, these needs up that hierarchy and achieve esteem and self-actualization. Excellent. So it's sort of understanding these drivers creates an appreciation for what leads to it. It's also understanding that Maslow's hierarchy of needs are what has the potential ability to counteract the drivers and both sides have an ability to learn about these things. And also, you know, maybe if I go towards that center one of some sense of community and that it may be that trust and community that you have amongst all the players in the system, not just the physicians alone or the administrators alone, but having a a community and shared purpose that everybody has in this one way to rephrase some of what you're sharing? Jeff, I think that is a great insight. I really like the way you said that. And I think it's true. And I, you know, I'm a little bit concerned. I think people might think, well, this is a pretty Pollyannish discussion. (laughs) You You obviously don't understand my situation, but we have to find, as we understand all this better, it can give us the ability to start to see things we didn't see before and understand feelings we're having that we have dealt with, but we couldn't really understand where they were coming from. And all of that might help us to find little chinks in the armor where we can start to get through challenges and, and, and actually, you know, at least make small changes that can lead, then lead to larger changes. Yes. And that's a, a critical point because when we look at the ideal and the Pollyanna approach isn't going to work to someone who's in the midst of these things being at their extreme. But like you said, having the ability to start chipping away at it in all sorts of different ways. And that's kind of what we're asking or think that we all can contribute to is having something that each one of us is doing that's moving this in a forward positive direction. And you've given us great insights. Like what, Please add to. You know, coming back to that belonging issue that you brought forward, which I really appreciated. While we we work within these large systems, uh, the actual work we're doing is within the in many systems. You know, we've got a team of ourselves, our support staff, and the, the supervisor, perhaps over a clinic or a unit. And that's where the work's happening, and that's where our biggest opportunity to create the sense of belonging is is developing that camaraderie and esprit de corps amongst our own direct group. As we develop that, then that can start to spread further. But when there are opportunities to connect, you know, higher up the hierarchical chain of the of the organizational structure in an organization, great, go for it. But don't don't uh, feel like you can't do anything. 
uh, when you've got the people that you're working most directly with who you can do, you can see a lot of this in and you can start to have an impact on. You know, even simple things like just our own for ourselves, recognizing great work that others have done, providing them that reward can help address their burnout and create more positivity within our own work group. And when you think about each of those six drivers of overload, control, reward, community fairness, and values, there's ways we can impact that on our direct, the people we work with directly that can make a real difference. Yep. And that makes sense to me. I've been sort of a, a grassroots advocate trying to get as many of us on the personal side to in a way, become more resilient because then we can survive in areas where there is potentially pretty significant drivers for burnout, but also to empower the individual to start to impact these changes when they step up into a leadership of their small group, their medium group, and their bigger group so that then we can impact things at that level because those people have gotten involved. I like it. That's right. Awesome. Anything that you would want to add or to to wrap up with uh, for our audience? I don't think we can emphasize enough these days that the root cause of burnout is the workplace, not the worker. We blame ourselves for mistakes. We blame ourselves for getting burned out. And we need to deeply understand this, that it is the workplace that really drives burnout. So as long as if people come away from this, that message and understanding the drivers in the workplace that are leading to this, I think we've done a great service. Well, you've done a great service for our audience. Thanks so much. We'll put them in touch with you in different ways, uh, particularly with your your book on burnout. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And yeah, anybody feel free to reach out to me uh, through my website, through my through other ways you find me on social media. I'm happy to engage with anyone on this. Thanks so much, everyone. Hope you can take much of this information and put it into an improvement in your life. Thanks everybody from Surgeon Masters. Ciao.